Yo, yo, what's up, everybody? Um, unfortunately, I have to report on another yet tragic event. And I'm so, so disappointed at the way these brothers are, are acting and behaving. Um, this weekend, a 43-year-old youth football coach by the name of Mike Hitman was shot to death in front of his nine-year-old son, who is actually a player on the football team. He was shot to death by an opposing football coach. And uh, the opposing football coach, he is the brother of the ex-NFL star, Aqib Tlaib. And I purposely said their ages for a reason. Because it's such a shame that grown men at this age are moving like immature children. It's such a shame that they are moving like immature teenagers that has no control over their emotions, uh, no rationale when they're in the heat of a moment. And it's just ridiculous. And these men are in coaching positions like no man, no woman should be in a coaching position that can't be a real leader. If you're a coach, that means you are a leader. You are a leader of the youth. So you're telling me your behaviors that you are committing, this is something that you want the youth to follow? It's definitely nothing that I want any youth that I'm around to follow because this is just leading to, you know, a, a world where people just make their uh, choices off impulse without thinking anything through. If you can't model social behaviors and a work ethic that the youth can aspire for, do not try to be in any type of those positions of coaching, uh, of a teacher, of a preacher, nothing. But let's go ahead and get into a little bit of details of the case and what's and what's going on. So basically, um, the police are saying that the, the shooting happened uh, right before 9 p.m. Uh, it was at a community park in Lancaster. It's a city that's about 15 miles out of Dallas. Witnesses told police that a disagreement between opposing coaching staff over calls the officiators were making um, led to a physical altercation that then escalated to the shooting of uh, Mr. Hickman by Tlaib multiple times. Um, he shot this man multiple times. He pulled that trigger multiple times around kids, around mothers, around fathers, uh, spectators, uh and also, Tlaib fled the scene after the shooting um, while Hickman was proposed dead at the hospital. Um, he has later surrendered himself. Um, it was about a day or two later. So now he's in police custody and right now as we speak. Um, and, you know, he's facing you no know, charges of first degree murder. Like, obviously, right? I got serious, serious questions. Why is a coach scrapped at a football game? Where nine-year-olds are playing. Really? Like, why are you scrapped? Why are you... You understand you might keep your piece in the car or something like that. But, like, why you got a scrap on your hip and you a coach at a football game for nine-year-olds? Like, what is your intent, really? Like, what are you going to do? Like, I mean, these... I mean, also, um, Akeem Tlaib, the ex-NFL star, he's also a coach on that same team with his brother that did the killing. So I'm sure these teams are funded well. And 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 most likely they're not in a neighborhood where they feel like their lives are threatened. But 
this man is walking in there with the gun on his hip and firing it off immediately. Like, um, he shot this man four to five times. You know, I saw the, uh, the altercation. I can't put out the full clip, the full clip, but you can go to our Patreon um, and check out the full clip of the shooting and how it went down, how they started fighting. And then right immediately within a couple seconds, within a few seconds later, this man pulled out the gun and started shooting. You can hear him shooting off about four or five times. He could have easily shot a child in the head. Easily. Unfortunately, he didn't. But he did shoot this other black man right in front of his son who's going to be traumatized for the rest of his life. He would never be able to get that image out of his head of his father sitting there bleeding out on the ground in front of him and all his friends by this opposing coach that can't handle the officiating. Um, They shouldn't have been out there fighting each other at all in the first place. Uh, The guy who unfortunately passed away, he shouldn't have been fighting with this other guy um, because that's still modeling behaviors in front of your your kids. Um, They should have never got to that point. There's going to be some calls you don't agree with. But the coach has no business going out there fighting anyone. I understand you plead what's going on. I understand emotions can get up in the football games. But you don't go out there throwing hands because things can escalate. Obviously like this. And this is not the first time and it won't be the last time. But hopefully, you know, conversation like this can help prevent things from going on. Help people get a, a thought process of, you know, thinking before they act because, it's, it's just crazy, man. It leads us to nowhere. If you're a person that completely loses sight of the consequences of your actions, um, completely loses sight of the impact that your actions can have, you just shouldn't attend gatherings of people. You shouldn't. Con- you just shouldn't attend public events. You shouldn't attend no no football games. You shouldn't attend no concerts, etc. Because if you are so impulsive and can only think in that moment when you're upset and just see black, don't put yourself in that situation. The best thing someone can do is know themselves and be honest with themselves. If you know you that type of person, do not put yourself in an environment where you can cause harm to yourself or cause harm to others because it's not worth it. It's never worth it. This is another example of self-hate. This is a grown black man who obviously didn't have much love for himself because I can tell he had much love for himself or much self-respect because how easily and over the most petty thing, he took the life of another man that looks just like him. If you really truly value yourself, you wouldn't so easily, if you truly loved yourself, you wouldn't so easily not see the value in the life of someone else that looks just like you. Uh, you wouldn't so easily just take the life of someone that you know experiences the same things as you. You wouldn't just take the life of someone that you know has to work just as hard as you, has to work twice as much to get half just like you. You wouldn't take the life of that person. You wouldn't so easily do it, especially over nothing just so small and petty. Not alone did he take that man's life, but you he also threw away his own life as well at the same time. So how can you value your life if you do that? If you go out there and commit a such heinous crime that's going to put you in prison for the rest of your life. You threw away his life, you ended his, and then threw away your own. Now you're going to be behind bars. 
And who knows what's going to be happening to you behind them bars. You know, just just us as black men and also men as a whole. But, you know, I'm a black man. So I talk to um, directly my people. I talk to the black men. We got to do a lot. We got to do so much better. You got to realize your worth. And our worth is enormous. Our worth is enormous. Don't allow society to to try to condition you to think otherwise. Because this is the main problem. This is why these events happen like this. This is why black men can so easily kill another black man because they are conditioned to think that their lives don't have much value. So you can easily discard something that you don't think is really worth much. Like you will, you will bring heat to a man, to a black man so quick. But, you know, if a white man do the same thing, you're not bringing that heat to him. You're not bringing that type of heat to them. It's like, come on, man, we got to do so much better. Like, because we are so, so much valued. We have so much value. I'm not going to say we are so valued because uh, people can value us more. But when it comes down to it, it, we got to value ourselves the most first. And then everyone else will realize it. Because if you don't love yourself, how do you expect anyone else to love you? You got to understand the reasons that you should love yourself because you can you're, you're so great and you was just born with, um, you know, such greatness. If you walk around and understand that, walk around in that light, others will see it as well. It's really up to us to break the, the mindsets of, 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 so, of so many that's been conditioned of like our grandparents, our parents that's been conditioned in certain ways. We got to break the chains of that and start with us right now. And for it to trickle down to the youth and the generations to come, you know, um, we got to just understand our worth and, and, and just know that, you know, what so much that we can bring to the table, so much that we do bring to the table, although it may be overlooked, although you may feel it's overlooked. It's a huge value. Um, so, you know, I really challenge um, all of us to really do much better, man. And, you know, when we see another king that that looks like us, that they go through a, the, the same struggles, the the same trials and tribulations. And um, and also when you see ones that made it through, don't get jealous. Be inspired. You know, ask questions to that brother to, you know, to see how he made it to that point instead of having hatred and wanting to take it from him by ending his life or robbing him or killing him. Because we can get so much further if we work together. Um, a lot of times that so many people these days are really saying or trying to make us not um, work together, trying to make us feel some type of way by complimenting another uh, black man. But you shouldn't feel no type of way complimenting your brother beside you. Big him up. Big him up. Let him big you up. Support each other. Do not allow this society to keep fooling us to to feel like we shouldn't support each other You're not a real man if you're supporting each other Or you gay if you're supporting another man You know what I'm saying Like you know uh, you'll Uplift them Uplift each other Because we can get so much further together You know build businesses together Get this money together You know what I'm saying Like everybody trying to make this beef shit cool The beef stuff ain't cool yo Like especially not over no petty mess That ain't worth a damn Like come on we got to do better. It's up to us to reach the highest point, baby. But I'm going to end the segment right there. Um, you guys let me know your your thoughts. If you, uh, you know, ever seen this type of situation where people are just 
you've seen uh if you ever seen a situation where things just got blew out of proportion over something so small let us know about you know what happened and uh when you look back at hindsight how it could have been how it could have been prevented because most of these things that happen they can be prevented uh if we don't allow our egos and pride to get in the way uh, most of these uh issues with family members that go on for years and years and, and generations that were passed down from our parents that should have never been passed down. We shouldn't be grabbing hold to a beef that our mama had with her sister. That's they beef. While we got beef with our aunt kids because our uh, those two sisters got beef. That's crazy, right? But anyway, you guys let us know. Let us know your thoughts in the comments. Subscribe. Hit that notification bell so you can be updated on the new episodes to come. No, the highest point news, and we out. Peace. The highest point podcast. More than a pod, it's a lifestyle. lifestyle, lifestyle.